Hello and welcome back or welcome to the As Per Request podcast. My name is Abby and I will be your host for this question and answer style podcast featuring questions sent in anonymously from anyone about anything and answers to the best of my ability. Today, I have a special guest who will also be helping answer. Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest? Special guest? Yeah, very special guest. (laughs) Who are you? Hello there, folks. My name is Corey. (laughs) <laughs> that's all you're giving him? That's, that's, that's all I got for you. <laughs> you can't do the, the whole like, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. Oh. And here's a fun fact about me. My All right. So I got, my name is Corey and I got nine toes. There's your fun fact. No, you day. don't. Yes, I do. No, I've, no you don't. You're playing. <laughs> let, you the fu- let the people decide. Okay. Right. For sure. I actually um, cannot confirm whether he has nine or ten toes. So we're going to let that be a mystery. Anyways, today we are here for the very first episode of season two. I'm excited. Excited. Yeah, finally doing the first episode of season two. I did take a little bit of a break. I was working on stuff, guys. Okay, don't give me a hard time. Um, I was on the Three Men and Their Shower Thoughts podcast. Hopefully that will be coming out here soon. I've been keeping my eyes peeled, um, but I know it was a really long one. It was over an hour, so it's definitely going to probably take some editing time, so I'm being patient. But as soon as that is out, I will let you guys know so that you can listen to it um, and listen to them. It's a great podcast. And I also did another one about toxic family members, like I had mentioned in my previous podcast um, with my friend Alexis. But that one is just really going to take some time. Like we talked for over an hour and we only answered like a third of the questions. So we're definitely going to need to like reconvene, get back together because it's going to be at least a two part episode, if not three parts. So need to be working on that one and wrapping up at least the first part of part one. But we're here today for the first episode of season two. We have three questions and someone finally sent me in a voice memo. I had been begging for all of season one for someone to please, please send me your voice. I'm tired of being the only one on here, but I also have Corey today, which is nice. So thank you for being here, Corey. Of course. Um, But yeah, I'm going to try to figure out how to put this voice memo in here. And I'm really looking forward to the questions. We've got one about, you know, changing habits, changing styles. Do you think that it's normal to change throughout life? And then um, another question about advice on, you know, being single after a really long relationship and self-care. And then Corey has a um, special question that he was going to be asking me at the end to get a very, like, I don't know, candid response, I guess. So I'm going to save that one for him to say. But I'm really excited for today's episode, finally getting on here after a little bit of a hiatus. So we're going to get back into doing it once a week, right? We're going to speak that into existence. Okay, yes. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get into it. Are you ready? Are you ready I'm to so, answer I'm these so questions? I'm so pumped. Let's get this going. <laughs> let's do this. He's pumped. All right, let's get ready. Hello, Abby. Um Congrats on the podcast and congrats on season two. Looking forward to it. My question to you is, have you ever disliked something and then changed your mind about it? I know that for me personally, um, it was music. When I was in middle school and high school, I was into this whole emo scene phase. I know it's embarrassing. I had the straightened hair. And um, well, anyways, we were all into this um, type of music, the metal music and whatnot. And we were really against rap and we would be like, oh, no, we don't like Lil Wayne and we don't like Drake. But funny enough, now that I'm almost in my 30s, um, that's all I've been listening to. Not Drake specifically, but now I'm more into uh, rap music. So that's uh, that was kind of interesting for me that, you know, you can go back and hate something and 
then find out years later that you actually enjoy it and it was just like that you were being influenced not to like it or I don't know if it makes sense but anyways yeah that's my question for you hope you have a wonderful day okay thank you so much for sending in that question like I said I was super excited that someone finally sent me in a voice memo style question so wonderful hearing your voice and that question was very very thoughtful too you said that Corey. you said it was a thoughtful very good question I that they that sent question. in it was yeah so thank you so much <laughs> it was just really detailed and nice um so i'm excited to answer it so that question what i took from it was you know do you like something when you're younger and then do you maybe change that um yes i can think of like many 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 things because like as I always say, the only constant in life is change. You know, we're constantly changing and growing um, and being influenced by different things and different people. Like social media plays a big part into it. Our family members, our friends, there are people that like stay on the trends, especially with like TikTok and stuff. Like trends go crazy um, in terms of like outfits and like eating habits and like routines. Like, do you ever see the TikToks? Um, of like, you probably don't because you're a guy. It's like these girls where it's like, oh, this is my hot girl summer routine. You know, like that's on trend. Well, they'll show their routine, like how they get up at five in the morning and they go work out and then they go, you know, get a smoothie and then they journal for three hours and then they go for another walk. Like, and they just like show all this like glorious stuff that they do. And I'm like, do you work? You know, okay. Anyways, that was a tangent. Guys, <laughs> on the other hand, just want to show off their dad bods at the gym <laughs> <laughs> dad bods dad bods are in though again that's kind of one of those trends weight has definitely women, been like a women trend. beware the dad bods are out the dad bods are out and they are in at the same time because they're out like we're showing them out but they're also in because they're on brand my clock says it's february give it like another two months and it'll be dad bod spring oh you're not wearing a clock you're not wearing a clock. Half past the <laughs> You're, not wearing, <laughs> You're not wearing a watch. What is that? Flava Flav. Did you ever watch his Flava Love show where he wore that big clock? And it was like kind of like how The Bachelor is with like all those girls. And he was like trying to pick like one a for Like a WWE girlfriend. belt? No, it was like a, like a necklace, that big necklace. Guys, if you've ever seen Flava Love or you know who Flava Flav is, you will know what I'm talking about. That big old like watch clock that he wore as a necklace i don't know how he got into Listeners, that Listeners, it will come to her we, I, I promise it'll come what'll to her. come to me the clock oh i got a watch on so i'm not pressed oh, oh oh i can't keep time apparently guys i can't i can't do it anyways yes you heard it first march is um dad bought spring and then we will be shortly moving into dad bought summer so back to the question because i love to go off on tangents um, I think that it's very possible to like always change what you like. Like one big thing I think that a lot of people can agree with is like eating and like food habits. Like especially if you were like pickier as a kid and then as you get older, like your palate changes. You know, they say that your taste buds change every seven years. So like if you don't like something now, try it again in seven years. They say the same thing about your vision and your eyes. So, like, from when you're, like, younger, your eyes, apparently, like, there's, like, studies done where it's, like, your eyes, like, shift, like, your retina changes. Yeah. I mean, that's why they tell you to go get your eyes examined once a year, not only to make sure that you don't have any, like, diseases going on, but because your prescription just changed so frequently, especially prior to the age of 30. I mm. think that after you hit 30, it doesn't change as often, if I remember correctly. They do say to get LASIK before 30. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to get LASIK. Yeah, yeah. especially because um, another issue with that is that you'll start to develop cataracts, and then that kind of goes against mm. the whole purpose of LASIK. 
um, because they're two separate procedures. So like if you got cataracts, there's a potential that you would have to get LASIK again afterwards. Anyways, um, but yeah, I know that this listener sent in the question saying that they had changed their music taste, saying that they grew up like not really liking rap at all. They were definitely into more of like the emo music. Um, and now they like rap and they listen to Drake. Uh, shout out Sh- Champagne Boppy. <laughs> Champagne Boppy. Champagne Boppy. <laughs> certified lover boy (laughs) anyways um i agree with that i had been thinking about how when i was younger i definitely listened to like taylor swift hannah montana miley cyrus then i got into a little bit more of like an emo phase where i listened to like panic at the disco um paramore did you ever listen to like more of like the emo music like the big ones so they're coming back out so paramore is going back on tour guys they're coming back they're coming back uh, Panic at the Disco is dead. Oh. Um, Brett and Yuri is uh, finally called it a day. Uh, T Swift is. Um, she's out here doing her she's thing. She's still T Swift. She's so. out here doing her thing. She has maintained. Men that is beware. You will be her next breakup album. You Men know, beware. Yeah, you will be. And then she'll write a song about you or an album multiple songs mm, guys if you want to get if you want to get famous there's your way in. yeah just get with taylor swift it's easy as that <laughs> you don't have to make a tiktok and become iconic overnight you can just date taylor swift and have an entire album made about you or miley cyrus did you see how she released her most recent album flowers she, like, dissing like liam a, hemsworth on his birthday she also did like a one of uh, miley cyrus's new songs is like a parody of a bruno mars song yeah, I think it's Flowers, the yeah. I can buy myself flowers. Yep, yep. And then what song is that um, from Bruno Mars? I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Is it When I Was... No. When I Was Your Man? Is I think it, it might be. When I Was Your Man. I don't know. Throwback <laughs> vibes of 2011, guys. Like 2011, yes. 2012. When like hits were totally different. Like I think Lady Gaga came out and like, I don't know if it was like the Grammys or the Oscars. And she had like a meat meats like meat dress on so i mean times have changed. i remember that it times wasn't have real changed meat, so much guys well, it wasn't real meat though was it like she would smell was she trying to eat it like while she was like, <laughs> she's like <laughs> i won't get hungry i got my snack right here but you gotta be careful though if you're on the carpet and you're like eating your clothes i mean you gotta you gotta keep it it like, is lady gaga honest, you gotta like, think honest. about it. lady gaga doesn't care what no people think she about really her. doesn't i i i strive to be that unbothered to be as unbothered as Lady Gaga and just live your life. Um, but yeah, I know that there's always that saying that it's just a phase, mom. Um, and that always reminds me of when I was younger. Like my makeup trends have definitely changed a lot too. Um, I've experimented a lot. Like I've definitely done it different ways. I've gone like heavy eyeliner, heavy makeup, had a little bit of like a scene, a little bit of a scene phase with like, of course, like my clothing and outfit too. So like Yeah, I mean, things are always just going to change and that's perfectly fine. In fact, I would think that it would be more worrying, like, or worrisome if, like, people weren't willing to change and adapt and, like, learn new things and, like, even change, like, this is something I thought about earlier because I was listening to a different podcast where the host was talking about, like, changing your mindset. So not even liking or not, like, changing your behaviors or your outfits or, your makeup or your style or whatever, but like being able to like learn and like check yourself and like evolve your mindset when you are like learning about new things or you're meeting new people. Um, so just not being so like stuck in your ways because again, only constant in life's changed. So you might as well accept it. Right? You feel very that? Very much so. Was that some Ch- Change is very important to life. Yeah, it's inevitable. So, I mean, <clears throat> you're really only doing yourself a disservice 
when you make it like a big deal and you get really like, I don't know, down, down and out about it. So yeah, what are some of the things that you used to like when you were little that you don't like anymore? So my thing was when I was growing up, so I was big into uh, making like uh how do I like blankets, pillows, like forts, mm, like forts. Okay. And now I'm like, I love a good now, fort. now I'm in my twenties and it's like, man, what happened to the good times? Like I can't just build a fort anymore. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you can. Everybody's going to make fun of me and be like, Hey, yo, Hey, he's, Hey, make fun of him. He still makes forts guys. <laughs> no, don't make fun of you. I would make a fort with you. I'm making a fort with you right now. But I... like, I remember like just making like the best forts. And yeah. I, like now it's like, I used to love doing that. Now it's like, Man, am I just like getting old? No, like, literally. The times just changed. The only thing that is preventing you from making a fort in your adult life is the size difference. Like you just need to make it bigger because you're bigger now. But like no one's going to make funny if you're out here building a fort. You can still make a really good one and live your childhood fantasy dreams. We need to let our inner childs live through us. Speaking of inner child, so other thing that I also grew up with that like, so like I wasn't the biggest on it growing up, but now I kind of get the nostalgia behind it. Legos. I love Legos. Legos are just like that essential thing that it's like you, like everybody's just like, no, I don't like Legos, but in reality, in the back of their mind, like I love Legos. Right. You subconsciously love them. Whether you, whether you say it, you, maybe you won't admit it, but deep down. I mean, you always have a new, like you always have something new to build. I mean, it's kind of like a puzzle. You always have something new. Yeah. I told you the story about how I remember like my grandma always having like a really big box of Legos. And every time I would go over to her house, that was literally like one of my favorite parts about being there. I would dump the whole bucket out. Her living room would be covered. I mean, hundreds of Legos. Like it's basically like, like a war zone, like you step on those things and you're done. my foot. Like, what are those called? The um, things in the ground, the bombs, the, why am I blanking? It's an acronym. Corey, you're no help. We're Googling. We're I, going I to the can't. Googles. You're just snapping your fingers. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that information? Like, it's fam, help her out over here. Like, she's tripping a little bit. It's the acronym for like the underground bombs. Are we talking about like Minesweeper over here? No. Not at all, but we're going to get down to this if I could actually type and not like miss spell everything. IEDs, the Im- improvised explosive device. I thought it was for like implantable explosive device. I don't know why I always had my uh, acronym abbreviation wrong. Um, improvised explosive device. Yeah, the Legos are like IEDs, like down on the floor because at any time like you step on them yeah. things with bare feet, yeah. you're done. You're hitting the ground. You're in crippling pain. Like you might as well just cut your foot off. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't. This pain doesn't stop. It's one of those like things where it's just. Like, it just radiates. It just radiates. <laughs> it gets worse over time. Okay, so real talk. Question for you on the podcast: Which is worse, hitting the back of your ankle with a razor scooter or stepping on a Lego barefoot? Hitting the back of my ankle. Yeah, you know those little like metal scooters that you could ride on the little like razor razor scooters. Did you ever oh, ride definitely those? stepping on a Lego. Oh, okay. 100% stepping on a Lego. Because the thing with the Lego is, so like your foot is very soft in the middle. Right, for sure. Like at the, the, arch, at the At the, at the toes, arches. it's okay. And then at the back, it's kind of like. It's, yeah, it's you're okay. like, fuck But if deal. you hit a Lego and like, and the Lego's got like the little groove, so it sticks up. <laughs> and if you hit the middle of your foot, it's like. It's in there. <laughs> it's in. <laughs> you, just, you just can't help yourself. It's just, it's so much pain. You just want to cry. You just want to end it right then and there. You're like, 
You're like praying to God. You're like, dear God, I promise I'll repent for all of my sins if you make this Lego pain go away. <laughs> I'll never, please never let me step on another Lego again. I will be good. <laughs> I'm going to pray to the Lego gods. <laughs> I will rebuke all of my sins. I will apologize for all of my, mis my misunderstandings with others. <laughs> all right. Anyways, do you have anything else to say on this question? Any I, other changes I think, like, you can the think last, of? The last big one for me. So like uh, growing up, so like, I was always like, so every kid's dream is to like go through like the the sugar coma. Like we we go through like every sugar thing that we can. Go yeah, through. anything Candy, you get your hands on for pop, sure. Pop everything. Anyway, yeah. so like I, in recent years, like I so like growing up, I used to love like the sugars. I would go down to the candy store in my local town and I'd and like, just go in. I would get like everything. I'd get like the little candy sauces, which you can't find anymore. Like those those are very like the like what? little beads. So like basically like it's like a wafer saucer. Okay. And they got like little beads inside. I don't think I've ever had and one of really those. they're really good, but like you just can't find them anywhere. But what like, what was the name? Do you remember? Uh, just UFOs. Oh, maybe I have. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are they like the texture of Smarties? No, they're all right. So it's kind of like the texture of like so you know like the things they do it like uh, for churches like the bread. Yeah. It's kind of like that material. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So like okay, very crunchy but like light and airy. Yep, yep, that's Understood. it. Okay, continue. So <laughs> you still love the sugar rushes? Where are they now? So like as I've gotten older, I've kind of gotten away from like I, I, growing up. Everybody said like the diet pop, the zero sugar pop is yeah. bad for you. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm yeah. drinking one right now. I'm literally it's, drinking the a thing with uh, it is though, and like cream, Dr Pepper. Well, yeah, it, the, that <laughs> one's so good though. Mm -hmm. The thing with it is though, like nowadays, it's like I don't want that like now i'm like in my 20s and it's like i don't want that sugar coating right on my teeth because like if, yeah. unless you're using a straw it's going straight for those suckers no like, seriously so like switching over to like diet pop like honestly yeah great that and our metabolisms saving. get worse as we get older so it's like you can't really like eat all of the sugary things that you used to when you were a kid oh getting old sucks <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, guys, don't get old. I know. Yeah. If you have, have like, or sorry, like your body's going to get old, but don't let your mind get old. Okay. Um, so if you are thinking with your childlike mind, then you would still be eating your sugar. So you, of course your mind is old if you're making the decision, the conscious decision. Sorry. Let me, let me rephrase this. Let Please your do. mind get wiser. Okay. But, but still your body's maintain the child yes. desires yes. with discretion. No matter what, guys, your body's gonna break down at some point. We're all dying anyways. <laughs> it's just, gonna be just drink the pop. Just drink the Kool-Aid. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, I think life is all about change. Obviously, you know, you're in ways you're the same person you were when you were younger. Um, always trying to think about what you what you wanted when you were younger and like live up to those values and and those expectations, but there's always room for change when you're learning new things, experiencing new things. Um, so yeah, I think change is a good thing. I think it's inevitable. And I think that we should all just try to make the best of it. I don't think that we should ever be like embarrassed that we decided to change. Like I know that there's been many occurrences where like you might get together with an old friend and there might be like, Oh, you've changed. Like <clears throat> I have a certain friend that I'm thinking of right now. So if you're listening to this podcast, you know who you are. That um loves to always tell me that oh I've changed, right? Like just 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 trying to get some attention, just trying to pick a fight. Like quit with that, right? People are allowed to change. That's okay. You should be changing too. Like 
that's just life. If you want to become the best version of yourself, you're going to be like, have to be willing to make changes in so many different areas. It's scary. I mean, it can be, but you need to. Yeah. Change is good. It's scary. Just because it's scary doesn't mean that it's like, it's bad. Yeah, exactly. The best things happen when you least expect them. So yeah, look at you over here spitting the fire. I, I, uh, this is a great question. So I, I really appreciate the sending. Oh yeah, me too. Thanks for sending your questions. And if you guys would like to send any voice memos, please do. This is my first one. Hopefully not the last one. I would like to have many, 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 many more. You have many ways of doing that. Of course, I will attach it all in the podcast description, but you can send them to my email at as per request podcast. That's what this person did. They had just sent a voice memo in, I think literally just from their phone. Um, or there is a special link you can use where you can tape it directly on Anchor, which is the app that I use to make this podcast. So whatever's easiest for you guys. And you can always send them on Instagram too. Um, it is a little bit harder to export that media in terms of like me getting the sound into the episode. But like I said, it's whatever's easiest for you guys. So <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll make it work. Right. But yeah, please send in your own questions, voice memo questions, written ones, any of them. But yeah, that's the, that's all we got for this question. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. All right, moving on to question number two. This one I can relate to heavily. So I have a lot to say about this one. Um, But this person wrote in and they asked, quote, advice on life after a long relationships, being single and focusing on self-care, end quote. So advice for getting out of a long relationship. How do you care for yourself? Um, As I've talked about on this podcast before, as you guys may know, if you don't know, you know now, I was in like an eight-year, almost nine-year relationship, Um, (laughs) 10 years if you count like the off and on trying to date again afterwards. So I have a lot of experience with getting out and leaving a partner that like you've established so much time and energy um, and effort into. And it's, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever been through in my entire life. But like looking back at it now, it was absolutely necessary. And I'm glad that things are the way they are now and um if you are the individual that I'm talking about and you're listening to this podcast I'm assuming that you're probably not because you probably don't like me um but yeah no hard feelings I'm just glad to be like doing my own thing now um yeah I don't know do you have any advice on what's your advice like I know that you haven't had any like crazy long relationships but still like getting out of them so long-term relationships. So like the immediate aftermath is probably going to be the hardest part because yeah. it's raw and yeah. all the emotions are still there. Um, for sure. Best advice, take some time for yourself. Like literally just delete all your social media, like yeah. Instagram, Facebook, be delete everything. Like just, just go cold Turkey for a little bit because yeah. you're going to need that. You're going to need that refresh. Right. And it's important to focus on you in that time because I, I mean, I mean, just depending on how long you were with that person, I mean, there's a lot of emotions there. Yeah. And you know what? I've heard they say that, like, for as long as you're with someone, like, let's say, like, eight years, for example, it takes half of that time to get over them and unlearn them. So, like, let's say you've been with someone for six months. It's going to take you, hypothetically, three months. But in reality, it's probably, like, less. Yeah. So, (laughs) when we broke up initially, this was back in 2019, 
Um, I really struggled for a while. Like it definitely showed in like my work ethic and like in clinicals, like school, like nursing school, I was just really struggling. Um, again, one of the hardest things I had been through, like, it's just, you get so used to like being with that person and like depending on them and them depending on you. Like, it's just a lot of like really big changes. Um, but yeah, happened in 2019, I would say, because it's 2023 now and obviously like I said I'm in a good place and funny enough it's been four years would you look at that half the time however I would say that I was I was probably doing pretty decent um more like two years in I think the first year was probably the hardest for me especially because of proximity we lived really close to each other and we low-key still do now like when I moved to where I move where I'm at currently he literally moved like a block away from me I'm like seriously you couldn't have picked farther street like all right keep your secrets do your thing I don't care <laughs> do, do what you need to do but another thing that I think is really important in terms of like leaving after a relationship like you said like get off social media because that can be a trigger not only um seeing things from the person that you were dating but maybe things that just remind you of them right like people are posting other stuff like maybe you're seeing other people that are happy and you're comparing yourself to them and thinking like wow it really sucks that my relationship just ended like social media is going to be really toxic trigger for you at that time so I agree with you Corey like it's probably best to just get off of it um completely if you can but you know if you absolutely can't like maybe use social media for work um just be really careful and go on there and you don't even necessarily need to like unfollow people or block them like you can also mute them which is something I do you know here and there where I feel like I can't see that person's stuff anymore for whatever the reason may be but I don't necessarily want to go all the way to like blocking them because I feel like that's a little harsh sometimes especially if like the person didn't necessarily do anything that's like block worthy um but it's just like yeah I don't want to see your stuff like it makes me feel some type of way I'm not in the right headspace to see it like I'm just gonna mute you for now because I can always unmute you later Um, but something I heard in a podcast earlier that I was listening to was talking about like the aftermath of breakups and how important it is to have like your safe space and those people around you that, you know, you can like kind of cry to, because that's going to be a really hard time. Like you're going to need people in your life that are going to support you through that transition because it's going to be really difficult. Um, I don't know. You said that like the time right after the initial time is the hardest. I think that that's true to a to an extent, but I think it's the not going back that's actually harder. Like when you've been broken up for like a a little bit of time, like maybe it's been like a week or two weeks because like for a lot of girls, like myself included, like when I finally got the courage to call it quits, I was almost excited, like elated, like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like I did what I've needed to do for so many years. It finally worked. It's finally over because I had been trying to kind of hint at breaking up for quite some time um during the relationship and for some reason we kept just trying to work on things and 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 bring things back to normal and make things better and it just never really got to that point for me so I finally had to call it quits and when it very first happened I was so excited I felt like a free woman I'm like I can go out I can do whatever I want I don't have somebody that's telling me what to do what to wear how to act like I can do what I want and just be myself. But then it kind of gets to a point where like that high kind of wears off. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. You're kind of hitting the peak and then it's like, oh, wait, like it's just adrenaline kicking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's so new and it's interesting. But then there's going to be times where you're like you're sitting at home alone, maybe on like a Friday night, for example, and you're like, damn, like normally so-and-so we would have gone out and we would have done something or we would have had a date night or whatever so it's just like kind of again like those little triggers that like remind you of them and then like you kind of go through like weak patches where it's like 
they might message you and you're really urged to like message them back like stuff like that like I think it's just really hard to like maintain that boundary I think that's why we kind of off and on dated again for like two years after we first initially mm-hmm. broke up because it's just so hard to like get away from that person and like I said the proximity like the physical closeness was what made it hard for me as well because I felt like I couldn't get away from him like and it, like I could go outside and I swear like I see him I see him all the time and it really doesn't bother me anymore because now I'm just like you know hope you're having a good day like what's up fist bump like whatever but it really did bother me at first but I think the biggest thing is like just being strong and sticking with your decision and not going back. I mean, if you do go back, it's not the end of the world. Like, obviously, you're going to learn from that as well. Um, and sometimes I think it's kind of inevitable, like, especially depending on the kind of relationship you're in. Like, you've heard of, like, I don't want to compare it to, like, addiction. But, like, people that are addicted to whatever substance, they're struggling with addiction. Um, and then they go through rehab and they come out and they're doing better. But then they relapse. And they say that relapse is actually part of the process. Like, it's inevitable. Like, if you don't relapse at least once through your rehabilitation process, like, you're some type of mythical unicorn. Like, that just happens. It's part of the natural process. And I kind of think about that in the same way of, like, leaving a previous partner like especially someone if you were with them for a really long time it kind of can become a little bit of an addiction not the same way but it's just like that attachment you're so used to having them in your life so it's sometimes it is really difficult to not go back but you need to just use your resources whether those are the people around you or maybe therapy services if you have the means have the ways of doing that But yeah, I don't know. Things are going to be different. Things are going to be difficult and very discouraging. I know that like some people after a long-term relationship feel like they've failed, you know, like you've wasted time and money and energy and, and it's not a waste. It's all a learning experience, you know? So I'd I'd recommend finding a hobby. Oh, for sure. Find something to like, keep your mind at ease because like, obviously there's going to be a lot of stuff going through your head. Like you're going to be mm-hmm. overthinking everything. Was it me? Was it her? Like, yep. was it me? Was it them? Yep. This, that, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to be, I mean, you got to give yourself some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it like, even if it doesn't shape back up, I mean, yeah. so you got to give yourself some time. So like, maybe like some find grace. something new to do, like maybe go to a library or go mm-hmm. like, go start hang a out, like go to the gym or go <laughs> start a podcast. Or, like just like do something to occupy yeah. your time. Like get your mind free because yeah. like you're going to have a lot of like negative thoughts. There's right. going to be a lot and you're of you're going to want to sit energy. and like reminisce and ruminate. And you're going to sit and think about it. Yeah. That's not, you don't want to do no, that. No, you can't. You, the biggest thing is just moving forward and being certain in your decision and realizing that that's the best thing for you. And that now you have all of the time in the world to focus on yourself and what you want to like and what you want to do. Because like, I think that one of the biggest things about coming out of a committed long relationship is kind of what this person had stated in the question is like focusing on self-care. So focusing on yourself, I think one of the biggest things that you need to work on, and it doesn't need to be immediately right like you can take time to kind of decompress from the situation um but maybe don't jump into like dating another person right away i think that that can be kind of difficult because you're bringing that baggage 
Um, and you're going to kind of put that onto the other person and maybe insecurities from the past relationship as well. Like that's just kind of a lot to put onto someone, especially if you're thinking about your previous relationship a lot, like you can't be fully involved into your next person. So if you are doing it more, it's just like a friends with benefits kind of thing. Again, a hobby is what I might <laughs> say to get your mind off things. That's different, but you don't want to go in like misleading someone, um, and then bringing all that baggage. So definitely kind of keep to yourself unless that person is very aware that it's just like a friends with benefits kind of thing. Like you're not interested in a relationship. And again, it's more of just a hobby to keep your mind off of things, but really focusing on yourself and kind of figuring out for your next relationship, whenever that may be preparing for it and writing down where, whether this is like mental notes that you're taking, or you want to actually physically write it down in like a journal or something, type it up on Google drive, whatever it may be, but like list your non-negotiables, list what you've learned about yourself in that previous relationship, things that went well, things that didn't go well, so that you can like keep that in mind for the next time. And again, it's not ruminating over these things and being like, Oh, what was me? I wish it didn't go that way. But just like kind of thinking about it briefly and like things that you can improve on more so in yourself so that you can take that into the next relationship and know like kind of what your expectations are, what you deserve, what you want so that you're not settling and falling back into the same pattern with another person. Do you have anything else to say? I think you summed it up quite well. I did there. say a lot. I'm trying to like read my little notes and see. I said about like the non-negotiables, um, but just like setting up a more solid foundation for next time. And it's all about baby steps. Like you don't need to get over this person overnight. Like I said, you know, the, the quote is that for as long as you've dated them, take half that time. That's as long as it's going to take for you to get fully over them. And whether it's to a T time-wise or not, um, that's different. But it's just kind of more like that summarization of like what people say approximately is how long it's going to take. Um, and if you're ever having hardships, you know, you, you're definitely going to. Like I said, and like Corey said, it's peaks and valleys after also, a relationship. If, yeah. if they text you, like just don't like. Put them on mute. Put them on right. Side. You don't like, have to. Right, so that. like, don't don't have that conversation. I I mean, I'd say a safe bet. I mean, if you really truly do want to message them back, I'd say at least take take some time. I'd say at least two weeks, and then go from there. Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. I feel like that's a little bit um of a long time, but it, I get what you're it, saying. Like, it depends don't... on how long the relationship. Yeah. Is. Um, <laughs> right. I, I, I think it's a, it's, the equation it's, for this it's a one? case by case basis, but I would say. Take like take at least maybe at least a week. Yeah. So if it's half of the time is how long it takes you to get over them, then what is it like a quarter of the time is how long you should wait to text them back? Or just not text them back. <laughs> no. Oh man. Uh, like just honestly, just put your phone away. I mean. Yeah. You're going through a tough time. Take yeah. Care of yourself. Right. That's another thing I wanted to say is like again, just comparison, whether it's on social media or like your friends and family, like you can't be looking at like their relationships and be like sad or envious or whatever that like yours didn't work out. You can't look at it and be like, oh, this was a failure um, because I don't think that's a good way to look at it. And you never know what's going on behind closed doors, right? It's really easy for people to like present the best things about their relationships, especially on social media. Um, so just try not to pay too much attention to that because again, you really never know like what's happening when you're not there. Um, not everything's going to be like peachy all the time. So you never know. 
can't can't be too jealous can't let it get to you and then another like one last tidbit that i thought was interesting um that i kind of got inspiration again from another podcast on this one was the definition of insanity if you look that up it says that it is um the act of doing the same thing over and over again but expecting a different result and i thought that was really applicable to this question in terms of like if you can tell a relationship isn't working kind of like how I could with mine and I tried to call it off, like you need to just call it as soon as you can, because the longer you wait, the harder the break is going to be. Um, and yeah, it's like, how many times are you going to do the same thing or run into the same problems with your partner before you're like, okay, obviously this person is not going to change their behaviors. Um, you know, like, it's just, it's sad. Like, especially in, you know, like domestic abuse situations, whether it's like physical, mental, financial, um, whatever that situation may be, like, <clears throat> it feels really hard to get away from that person. And so you really do just like, let yourself stay because you don't know how to leave. Especially, like I said, the longer you wait, and the longer you stay in the harder that it gets to leave. Um, for many, many different reasons, because, you know, you just, you're so used to having that person, especially if there's like a codependent attachment style as well within the relationship, like you're again, like almost kind of like addicted to them. So yeah, leaving long-term relationships is very, very difficult. It's, it's almost kind of like, again, I don't want to compare, but like death in a way, like you're going to have to mourn that person and mourn the relationship and just just take it as like another lesson in life, something that you learned, things you learned about yourself, things that you learned about treating other people in the future. Cause I know I learned a lot of stuff about myself, like things that I needed, non-negotiables of mine. And then also like ways that I could treat like my future partner better because of the mistakes that I made. I mean, when we first started dating, <clears throat> I was 14. I was very naive, you know? So I learned a lot about myself. Um, it's not all on one person, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else? I know I talked a lot on this one, but like I said, I would have a I would have a long-winded response for this one because it's something that means a lot to me and something that I have dealt with firsthand. Best last thing I'd say on it is don't hurt yourself, don't blame yourself. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been there. Yep. It's yep. a part of life. It Take is. Take the time to heal. Mhm. Mm Cuz you're going to need it. All right. Well, I hope this helps answer your question. Very you so long much. response. But yeah, thank you so much. You're so nice. You said that the last one too. You're like, thank you so much for sending <laughs> it. I usually only say it like one time at the beginning and sometimes at the end. I'm like, thanks guys. And you every time you're like, thank I just, you. I like saying thanks thank for the you. questions. They're good questions. They are. And I appreciate all of them. They're really wonderful questions. And I am very glad that I get them and I don't have to make them up on my own because you know, that's creative and fun, but also kind of sad. And I like hearing other people's questions and learning about what they're wondering about. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all. That wraps it up for question number two. Hello there. <laughs> I'm taking the lead on this one because it's a perfect question. Yes, so the question that is at hand is what's a piece of information that you have learned that give that feels illegal to know so my mind immediately on this one goes to like stupid hacks all right so like <laughs> very stupid hacks. hacks all right so like everybody knows about mcdonald's everybody knows they have an ice cream machine right everybody it's knows that broken. it's usually really broken yes but like in theory like do you really think it's broken like i mean no. half the time i feel like they're lying about it like come on easy. they're just trying to not make you a mcflurry right, come on. That's, that's, that's all they're trying to do also 
Another thing that should be illegal. All right, so there's the debate. What's better, can pop, fountain pop, or bottle pop? So the Ooh. thing is, so fountain pop actually is the best. It is the top tier. Okay. And now, is this opinion or is this like scientifically oh, baked? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into it. You gotta hear me out a little bit. All right. So, all right. So McDonald's, in spe- uh, specifically, they have Coca Cola. Right. And um, they have the best fountain. So every other distributor. Yeah, because it's the, like extra carbon. No, no, this is very, this is very extra. So Coca Cola and McDonald's have an agreement. Oh. So every other place that you get fountain pop at, it's not as good because they come in like baggies. So you, like, yeah. I don't know if you ever, ever like if you've ever worked fast food, but like yeah. their carbonation, like the fountain comes in like a baggie. Right. So McDonald's actually comes in like steel canisters and it's cooled. Oh. So it's actually like way yeah. better. Like that should be, that's. Yeah. So, what are they like gatekeeping that way of yeah. storing? Yeah. So they're like, they're no keeping they're keeping the secrets. Okay. So, do they have like a trademark or something on it? Like, how they does just that have work? A, they have a really good contract with Coca Cola, I guess. So basically, they just yeah. they go through so much Coke and it just tastes better. Wow. Another one is uh, Five Guys. All right. So everybody knows Five Guys is expensive oh as so, so basically, expensive. let's say you get a burger, a drink. And fries. It yeah. usually comes out to like 20, 22, 23 bucks. So here's the thing. So you ever notice when you get the bag yeah. and like you're like wondering, like, I have this cup of fries, but like my bag is like covered with fries. And yeah. like the theory with this is like, I feel like Five Guys knows that like you got to think about how much do you think that patty costs? How much do you think that cup costs? And how much do you think those fries cost? There is no way that they're touching 25 bucks on that. Right. Like there, you got to think like, how much they profit must, are they making? They, they must be simping. They're giving me extra fries because they probably feel bad for <laughs> <They're> me. <simping. laughs> they, they feel bad for me. You do that guys, y'all are because sick. look at this. Hey, look at this. So, like, what can $25 buy you at like most restaurants? Look because, at all these fries. Because, like, look what five guys is doing to you. Like, $25 <laughs> for this meal. Come on. You, you can literally go to like Man, I can go to McDonald's and get like so much for twenty five. Yeah, I can go to a nice restaurant. I, I can go menu. like a I can go like a four star restaurant and get a decent meal for twenty five bucks. Like, right. like that's just like that's simple. So I I, I feel like they <laughs> they feel bad for you. So like they they're like I'm gonna throw some extra fries in there. I'm feeling super <laughs> generous today. Certified <laughs> lover boy energy. <laughs> also. So another piece of information, whatever happened to like, so there was that phase of like fidget spinners. There was also the pop sockets. So they just yes. like magically disappeared one day and it's like, okay, I still happened? see people that have them, but yeah, I think there are a lot of like other alternatives in terms of like pop sockets. Like I'm sure you've seen like loopies, the one that you stick your finger through. Um, so I think there are just like more modalities or more ways of like kind of having that like pop socket feel or that extra grip on your phone. Um, but yeah, I also was like never really a fan of those. I thought they were bulky. I could never lay my phone down flat whenever I try to put it in my pocket. Like the pop socket would always get caught or pop off or leave a dent like in my jean pocket, you know, from where it had like outlined. Um, yeah, I think they're flimsy and not really that useful. Like, I, I don't know. And fidget spinners. I still greatly enjoy fidget spinners. So I don't know what you're talking about there. Um, I like those. I think they're fun. <laughs> so there's this other silly one. So uh, wait, before you get started on that one, what is illegal to know about fidget spinners and pop sockets? Like you just think that like. What's illegal about them? Yeah. Made right in China. 
No, <laughs> this question is asking like, what is information that feels illegal to know? Like, does it just feel illegal to know that pop sockets and fidget spinners are exist? underrated? Oh, they don't get enough love. That's what's illegal about it. They don't get enough love. Okay, that's they more so to have referring more to the pop sockets. Though, All right, right, fine. You want an illegal no, story? All right, here we go. Here we okay. Go. Yes. So I, I had a friend growing up. So I grew up in the great state of the mitten and <laughs> wonderful life up there, freezing all time long. It's probably like uh, ice warning up there, something snow warning up there right now. Anyway, so a kid yeah, I went talking to talking about Michigan. <laughs> if you guys don't know, kid I went to school with. So basically, he was told by his dad. So you know how like there's like um, there's the lights in cars, like right? So yeah, like, that they, you press. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he was told from a young the, age. If you turn the lights on, you can't see the road. Like the driver can't no, see. His, like his dad straight up just told, "Hey, it's illegal to turn those lights." Yeah, on. my dad You'll said get the same thing. Actually, <laughs> I think that's just kind of like in the dad's handbook. Like, and then it's implanted in your mind. It's like you're like twenty. You're like twenty seriously. years old. It's like, wait, no. wait, guys, this isn't funny. Like, can I not turn those on? Oh yeah, you can turn those on. Literally, like, my brother just did it in the car. Literally yesterday, when we were driving over, like as a family, to go see my sister's new house. Um, congrats to my sister and her boyfriend. If y'all are listening to this, glad you guys got your first home and I am very proud of you both. Anyways, my brother like turned the lights on in the back and like it clicked in my head. It was kind of like that PTSD moment where I was like, don't turn those on. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it off right now. (laughs) Dad can't see it's illegal. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. Yeah, that one was a good one. That was, that was a good one. Like it's illegal. What did I tell you earlier that felt, oh, the whole thing about like investing your money at a young age, like how when you're going through school and I'm talking more so like high school, um, intermediate, like, you know, grade school, like how they don't really prepare you for the real world. Like there's a lot of stuff that they don't tell you. And then when you get out of school and you do find out that information, however you do find it out, it feels like illegal to know in a way. And the example that I have thought of was like investing your money like in a Roth IRA where you're actually like making interest on the money that you have in there you're investing it into stocks and bonds or you're investing into like long term um, like S&P 500s where it's like they don't teach you that kind of stuff in school so when you do figure that stuff out you're like oh this actually exists like you know I can make my money can just make more of itself by sitting in here like you know like it's just weird stuff like that where it's like you almost feel like if they didn't teach it to you like at you know either grade school or college or trade school or like whatever kind of educational program you're in you almost feel like that information is like illegal because it's like not like credited right it doesn't have that like placebo effect of like oh this is um this is this is from school this is like they have sources right like it doesn't have that connotation to it like all the like little like tips and tricks and stuff you see on tiktok yeah you know like, all these like, things that they're illegal. teaching you like I, like if they would have told us how to like do our taxes how to like heck i feel like most people don't even know how to sew like yeah. most like also like this is kind of like an underlying one like this is kind of an odd one but like how, like how to prepare for like relationships and marriage True. like honestly like I, I think the u.s divorce rates at like 50 percent, and it's like that's wild like and like they could do this like at a young age and like try to implant this in your mind like yeah. hey this is how you're supposed to treat somebody like we we did like it kind of goes back in line with the previous question i mean right. trying to get out of like a long-term relationship well what if that long-term relationship was like like started like you actually knew how to do it from school like they taught right. you that yeah i think that that would be a hard one to teach in school because 
relationships are not like binary. It's not so black and white. There's a lot of gray in relationships. I mean, there think is. about all of the different possibilities. There's polyamory, there's monogamy, um, there's everything in between. Like there's asexual relationships. They, they can go, like, they, they could pro they could definitely go after the respect aspect though. No, for sure. Just like, it wouldn't even necessarily need to be like a course on relationships, but like a course on just like how to treat people well, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, like, like the, be a decent human being. Yes. The importance of being a decent human being that feels illegal to know <laughs> because they're keeping no one a secret. Like so I don't yeah. know. They're, they're keeping area 51 a secret. That feels illegal to know that if you know anything illegal. about that. And oh, that. Do you know about the fence? So it takes like, apparently it's like, 10 mile fence like yeah. you have to walk all the way back if you actually want to get back there that feels like illegals yeah and another thing that feels illegal to know i don't know why i just thought about this was because like people are making a really big um deal about this um over social media is like the train accident that happened in east palestine mm, with all our like water contaminated yes now. all of the contamination of the crops and the livestock and the water nearby um and it's not getting very much publicity 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 literally okay um it's not on the news people aren't really talking about it other than like just on social media but no like no one from the government is really like addressing this like of course you're seeing a few things on the news but people aren't addressing like the safety precautions that may need to be had like you know they had evacuated people that were nearby for a couple of days and then they just sent them back Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's something really off about that whole situation. Of course, it's political, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. But, yeah, I feel like knowing about the event itself feels illegal to know because of how hush-hush everyone in the, like, higher powers, um, higher seatings, like the government and whatnot. Like, they want to keep it on the DM. On the down low. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it really worries me. And it worries me that, like, it's going to make inflation worse, too, especially, like, in Ohio with how expensive things are currently, like eggs, you know, how that's been a big issue. Um, like I said, you know, the chemicals are killing off livestock. Like, I, I don't know. The, the whole thing is just absolutely insane. And the UFO spottings, too. There's been a lot of them. Exactly. And that almost feels illegal to know. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there, like, <clears throat> the UFO activity since the 50s has been off the charts. I mean, there's yeah. got to be something out there. I mean, they're just biding their time, guys. You know, they know, but they, we, they know that we know that they exist. I yeah. mean, they already know this. Yeah, some people think it's, like, aliens in the UFOs, and then some people think that it's, like, from, like, I don't know, like, Russia or China, like, mm. just coming to, like, spy yeah. on, you know, us, the U.S. So, I don't know. And then sometimes it's like, is it photoshopped? Is it just a cloud? <laughs> like, is the lighting right? Is it just the angles? Is it just the shadow? Is someone out here for clout, like just photoshopping and framing things? Like, you really, you can't like trust everything that's on the internet. So you really never know. And honestly, you can't even trust the news either. You can't trust nobody out here. No. That feels illegal to know. The fact that <laughs> I know deep down that no one can be trusted. <laughs> y'all, not you, even myself. Y'all, if you ever have kids, don't let your uh, don't let your kids have a cell phone until they're at least like fifteen. Save them the save, spare them. Seriously, spare them the misery. Like you're gonna spare. Like okay, so they might get bullied for not having a cell phone. It'll be worth yeah, it in the long run. They're refraining from a lot of bullying that they would see on social media if they did have a cell phone. That and if that you feels do, illegal to know too. Yeah, if you do give your kid a 
a phone at a younger age like it really needs to be like one of those like flip phones that is literally yeah literally just meant for like calling and texting in case of emergencies because of course like it is nice to know that like your kid has a phone in case they have an emergency they need to call you they need to call 911 they need to call a family friend whoever it may be but you don't want to give access to kids at a young age um social media because i think it is just so detrimental and i think i talked about that in one of my previous episodes i forget which one it is about how they were making like there was that potential i forget like bill where they said in ohio specifically where kids were not going to be able to sign up on social media oh that's where i was talking about it was the three men in their shower thoughts podcast so whenever that comes out you guys can hear about me talk about this again (laughs) Um, but like how there was a potential bill where kids in Ohio were not going to be able to even like get a social media until they were above 18 years of age. I saw a couple of like revisions to the bill where it said it was more like 16 and then some people contemplated 15 and like, I don't know if 18 is maybe a little too old. Um, but the, the whole idea behind it, I think is great. Like trying to prevent kids from getting on social media for as long as possible absolutely like just keep them (laughs) off facebook like don't even like don't even i I think like my parents waited to get me a phone until i was like like 14 but like phones weren't prevalent then like that's exactly like 10 like 10 15 years ago phones weren't as popular as they are now like it's 2023 and like i think like i know eight-year-olds that have cell phones and it's like like have iphones and it's like like it's just wild like yeah and his has all of the like capabilities. Like I know my parents put like some type of parental 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 tomato tomato whatever restrictions on it. Um, but you know he's not my kid, so it's not my rules. But <laughs> I do I do worry about him sometimes, like being on social media and the things that he's being exposed to. Because it's like kids go to school for eight hours, but then you know they're technically supposed to sleep for eight hours. I don't think any of them get the full eight hours. But if you think about it, that's another eight hours that they could be potentially like watching seeing things that they should not be seeing or watching like things that they should probably not be exposed to absolutely there's a lot of things in this world like the dark web just stay away just stay away no that feels illegal to know about the dark web the fact (laughs) that that actually exists and the things that are on there um all right hopefully this helps answer your question absolutely it did (laughs) what a fun question that was a fun question it was a really good one all right that's it for all of the questions All right, y'all, that is all the questions for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you again so much to all of you guys that sent in the questions. Um, I'm really excited that we finally got a voice question sent in. That meant so much to me. So, of course, please send in your own questions. Please give this podcast a review. I need reviews, five stars preferably, but I appreciate honesty. So... (laughs) If you want to give it four for good measure, I'll take that too. But I need some reviews. Get this podcast out there. Please share it if you are willing. I would greatly appreciate it. And also, I changed my cover art for season two. It is now going to be the green little background with the hands and the flower instead of the clouds. Um, Wanted to change it up, do something different. So you guys will have to let me know what you think about the new cover art. Um, And thank you. Special thanks to my special guest. It was really wonderful having you here today. I think you gave really good responses and um, it was really nice. Thanks y'all for listening. Yeah, of course. You know, and tune in next time. That that that, that that's all folks. Oh my god. <laughs> of course. All 
right, everyone. I hope that you all are having a good week. We are here in Ohio currently. It's cold. It's been raining all day. People have been driving like idiots. Um, and obviously, we don't know if our water is clean to drink or bathe in or even touch our skin. Can we even look at the water? Like, if we look at it. I'm turning we... green from the Oh, water. God. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty lovely. bad. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> stay away from the water. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Stuff has just been so stressful. I know we have Valentine's Day this week, too. So that can be stressful. Sometimes it can be a little bit like eerie for some people. Again, like if you're, you know, back to question number two, if you're coming out of a long relationship, um, holidays can be really hard, particularly Valentine's Day, because it's just all about love, yada, yada. So <laughs> Y'all just make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah, love yourself yeah, on Valentine's real, real. Day, right? Love yourself. Cupid is stupid. Love yourself. <laughs> they should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that. Oh, maybe I should start that as a hashtag. Hashtag Cupid is stupid. Love yourself. But I feel like that's a lot. So what if it were an acronym? Cupid. C, C I S. Do you include the S? L Y. Whatever. You guys, you guys get the idea. Um, but yeah, it's rainy. It's cold. I've been super stressed over the last two weeks. I don't know if you guys have been stressed too. I feel like a lot of my coworkers have been. We've been talking about it. Um, so as again, part of the reason why I kind of took a little bit of a hiatus off the podcast, I figured it would be a good time to take a break too, especially since I just finished um, the entirety of season one. And again, like I said, I was working on things behind the scenes. They're just not out yet. So if you guys are ever curious about what I am putting out, if you want to get involved in helping me pick the topics for the podcast or sending in your own questions, I highly encourage that you follow me on Instagram, not my personal. If you want to follow my personal, you can, but the podcast Instagram that is at, um, as per request podcast. Yeah. I think that's what the handle is as per request podcast. Yeah, for sure. Give it a follow. Um, and it will be in the podcast description as well, but that'll help you guys keep updated on what's going on when I'm putting out new content and it helps you be a little bit more interactive and like sending in questions and topics. It doesn't always need to be a full fledged question. It can just kind of be a topic or something that's been on your mind. You know, what have you been thinking about? What makes you angry today? What are you upset about? What feels illegal to know? (laughs) stuff like that. So as always, I appreciate all of you guys. Um, Know that I am proud of you. You are in the right place doing the right thing. If no one told you that they love you, I love you. And uh, let me know if you need anything. That's what I'm here for. Otherwise, cheers to the first episode of season two. Let's keep up the good energy. Is that it? Is that what we're ending on? Do you have anything else? Here's to the rest of February, folks, and on to March. Okay, we like that. Yep, on to March. I mean, we're only halfway through February. I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself. (laughs) 12 days. That's true. February does only have 28 days unless it's a leap year. But this year is not. So that's correct. 12 more days and we'll be on to March. Time is freaking flying, man. But anyways, talk to you guys next time. See you, folks.